At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hello, I'm Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva's Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. Today's show is about kids classrooms, and cupcakes. Alice writes, I have two young children and I'm trying to raise them to be healthy eaters. I work hard to limit their intake of sugary snacks and drinks, but about once a week they have cupcakes at school to celebrate someone's birthday. It's not that I don't ever allow them to have treats, but this is really more than I'm comfortable with. But how can I fight it? I've heard similar concerns from other parents. One wrote about constant bake sales at the school, where the kids are encouraged to buy cookies and brownies to support their drama program or to raise money for a class trip. And another complained about fundraisers, where kids compete to see who can sell the most candy bars. And the prize for the winner? An ice cream sundae party. I think these parents have a very legitimate point. There's an awful lot of hand-wringing these days over childhood obesity rates and the amount of sugar our kids are consuming. So why are sugar-laden foods and drinks still the focus of every social and recreational activity at their schools? Why are we encouraging our kids to sell foods that we tell them aren't good for them? After all, who do you think they're selling them to? How surprised can we really be that our kids are getting 18% of their daily calories from sugar? Now, I'm aware that candy fundraisers and bake sales are popular, because they're effective. Kids like candy. And given half a chance, kids will spend their pocket money, not to mention their lunch money, on sweets. Most will be happy to consume as much as they can get their hands on. And they get their hands on plenty. According to researchers, the typical classroom celebration serves up enough sweet stuff to supply 20 to 35% of a kid's daily calorie needs. I'm also painfully aware that schools need funds to support programming and even basic materials that have been cut from their budgets. But surely there must be other ways to raise money, to celebrate special occasions, to incentivize and reward our kids. Ways that don't undermine their health and well-being. Ways that don't actively cultivate and reinforce bad eating habits. Ways that don't contradict what we're trying to teach them about making healthy choices. The only way things are going to change is if parents take a stand. And don't think for a moment that concerned parents can't affect change. Why, just a couple of months ago, it took one outraged mom in Texas only a few days to collect so many signatures on her online petition that the USDA was forced to change its policy on so-called pink slime in school lunch programs. Unfortunately, parental pressure can cut both ways. There have been several instances where efforts on the part of local health authorities and legislators to eliminate bake sales and birthday celebrations in schools have been overturned by the parents. So, moms and dads, where's the outrage? Although pink slime may have been distasteful, I would argue that getting a third of their calories from cupcakes and chocolate bars is doing our kids a lot more harm. With one-third of our kids now overweight or obese, it's time to talk to school administrators, 
to parent associations, to school nurses, and to club and activity organizers that promote candy sales. I suggest a two-step approach. Step one, we have to raise the consciousness. In many schools, the bake sales, candy selling contests, and classroom cake fests are well-established traditions. I think many parents, teachers, and administrators simply haven't connected the dots between these activities and our increasingly rotund student body. But all of these stakeholders ultimately have the kids' best interests at heart. So step one is simply to point out that these activities are inconsistent with and actually detrimental to our efforts to fight obesity and related health problems in young people. Use this podcast as ammunition if you like. Or I've posted a link in the show notes for today to a terrific Food in the Classroom manifesto that was written by Bettina Siegel on her blog, The Lunch Tray. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. And step two, we need to propose alternatives. No one wants to be the mom or dad that puts an end to classroom celebrations. Or the kid who brings carrot sticks and hummus instead of cupcakes. And we certainly don't want to shut down our school's ability to fundraise. So I think we need to be armed with some alternatives. When I was a kid, we raised money for our school by selling boxes of navel oranges and grapefruit, which in the dead of winter in Buffalo, New York, sounded like liquid sunshine and they sold like crazy. My girlfriend's school had a hugely successful holiday wrapping paper fundraiser every winter. Come January, every family needs a new wall calendar for the kitchen. How about one with pictures of the school's sports teams and events? How about a plant sale for Earth Day? And as for birthdays, maybe the 20 minutes that would be spent eating cupcakes in honor of someone's birthday could be spent playing a game or watching a short movie instead. Surely some of you have other and probably better ideas. So let the brainstorming begin. Post your comments, your ideas, or even better, your success stories on the show's webpage at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. This month, the Institutes of Medicine released their Weight of the Nation report, coinciding with the HBO series of the same name. And both make it clear that the biggest obstacle to change is an environment that promotes junk food, overeating, and sedentary lifestyles. Both the report and the television series also document the dire costs of failing to act. So what do you say? Let's stop quetching about how much sugar our kids are eating and do something to change the environment. This is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva. Thanks for listening today. I'll be back next week with another quick and dirty tip. Until then, eat something good for me. 